guests that are exciting to talk about. We've got Father Robert Altier. He's on the line with us. How's, how's it going, Father Altier? I'm doing well, thanks, Father. How are you today? Very, very good. This, my name is Father uh, Rich, or Father Richard Kunst, and Father Ryan Moravitz is with us, and and uh, um, we're talking to you about the uh, the Virgin Mary, but in a particular way, um, Our Lady of Fatima. Maybe for those that are listening that might not be familiar with the story or have uh, just a little bit of understanding of it, maybe you can share a little bit about this about the Fatima story. Well, uh, back in 1917, Our Lady appeared to three shepherd children in Portugal, uh, in the area uh, called Fatima, and uh, and revealed to them a number of things. It was a, a veritable catechism, though uh, the way that she did things. She appeared only six on six occasions, revealed a number of things, and uh, and then on the last one, which would have been in October, so the first one was in May, so the Feast of Our Lady of Fatima was just yesterday, on May 13th, and she appeared on the 13th of each month until uh, October. That's where there was the miracle of the sun, and you know over 70,000 people witnessed that, and, and the various things that happened, and, and our, our Lady you know, talked specifically about the fact she wanted um, devotion to her Immaculate Heart, to be able to counter some of the problems going on in the world. She talked about Russia spreading her errors throughout the world if, if, if it wasn't consecrated uh, to, to the Lord. And she talked about uh, the greatest thing, that in the end her Immaculate Heart will triumph. And, and so, so some, some beautiful things that she taught us. Father, um, this is Father Ryan Moravitz. Um, it's great to have you on the show. You know, Our Lady of Fatima, you said she showed herself to three children. Why children and why these three? Well, uh, there are several things. You know, and of course, she sometimes will appear to adults, but in this case, she appeared to three illiterate children, um, two of whom would, would actually die within within a year or two, and uh, one who lived till she was 97. But to that one, she actually said she wanted her sister Lucia uh, to to learn how to read, so that she would be able to obviously address the things that she didn't even know about at that point. Um, but these were three pious children, uh, but it was in the area of of, uh, of Portugal, the only area of Portugal, actually, people need to understand, that still had the Islamic names. When, when the Muslims had overtaken Portugal, they changed all the Christian names to Muslim names when the Christians pushed them back out, they changed all the names back to what they originally were. The only place in the entire country of Portugal that still had the Islamic names was this area of, known as Urem, uh, of which Fatima is part, and Fatima is uh, the, the uh, oldest and, and favored daughter of, of Muhammad. And so Archbishop Fulton Sheen, looking at that, always said, I really believe, and I'm in agreement with him, that this is going to be for the conversion of the Muslims, that Our Lady would appear in a place where it still had the Islamic names, and and that, that this would be the, the means of, of the conversion of the Muslims as well. So so those, those children, yes, while they were indeed very pious, uh, you know, simple uh, children, shepherds, Catholic kids, um, it's also the, the spot that she appeared uh, that that becomes important for our consideration as well. 
Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunzlaw and Father Ryan Moravitz. We are talking to Father Robert Altier about Our Lady of Fatima. Uh, Father Altier, I kind of grew up in the real, in the, um, Blue Army movement. My grandmother was very active in it. And so my spirituality of my childhood was totally, um, revolved around Fatima. And so Fatima is very close and near and dear to my heart. It always has been. And I had the honor back in 2000 to can celebrate Mass at the Beatification with John Paul II when the uh, um, Sister Lucia was there, and that's when they revealed the the third secret. There's lots of talks uh, talk about the, the the secrets of Fatima, especially the third one. Maybe you can uh, maybe address a little bit about that. Yeah, there were three secrets uh, that 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 uh, that were given. Uh, the the first was when Our Lady showed the children the vision of hell, and then the second uh, had to do with the devotion to her Immaculate Heart. And then the third secret was uh, was written by Sister Lucia in 1944. Pardon me. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, so so Sister Lucia wrote the third secret down in 1944, put it in an envelope, and wrote that it was not to be it was to be revealed to the world in 1960 or after 1960, and the popes had chosen not to do that, uh, and and so after Pope John Paul had been shot. He specifically requested to see that while he was in the in the hospital, because it talked about a bishop in white who would who would be shot and so on and and so so then he chose to reveal that then back in the year two thousand. There's still some controversy as to whether the entirety of the third secret, in other words, was there just one page or were there two in two different envelopes? There and and so there's there's controversy about that, but. But the the vision that was given to the children is what was released. Uh, and if there is a second envelope, uh, which would be about Sister Lucia's understanding of what that vision was, then that has not been released. But uh, but there's again no specific statement uh, from the Vatican as to whether or not there is a second envelope. So so that's some of the controversy that goes on to this day. But. But at least the vision that they were given was released in 2000 in its entirety. Father, um, you know, Mary is an important role model in the life of the Church, and particularly when we speak of Our Lady of Fatima, it's such a, a relevant um, message for, for today, it's, you know, for our time in history. Um, yet, we might not have the greatest connection to her. Um, how do we grow deeper in relationship with Mary? Well, a couple of things. First, I, I think the, the the key is to make sure that we understand what the Church actually teaches about Our Lady, because there are some people who think that the devotion to Mary takes something away from Jesus, and, and we have to remember that Jesus is the first one who was absolutely devoted to Mary, and continues to be, and and that that a devotion... As as anybody would know, if if somebody you know, for instance, you know, if somebody were to compliment your mother, you're not going to look at it as an affront to you that your mother was complimented, and our Lord certainly would be in that same way. So to understand that, no, this is not taking anything away from Jesus. It is not offensive to Jesus. If we worship Mary, yes, that would be wrong, uh, because that would you know, the worship is given only to God, and Mary is not God. She is not a goddess. Uh, she is a human woman, just like every human woman, but she is without sin. And she was chosen by God to be his mother. And that's why all of the other gifts given to Our Lady were given, so she could be the mother of God. So 
in answer, it's a, a long way around, but in answer to your question, I would say that once you understand that that's what the teaching of the Church is, then the praying of the Rosary would be would be the best way to, to draw near to Our Lady. It's, it's meditating on the mysteries of, of Our Lord's life and death and, and of, of Our Lady's work in, in Our Lord's life, and it draws us near to her. And, you know, Sister Lucia said that, that there is nothing that could not be obtained through the praying of the Rosary, so anything at all. And, and that is what will bring us close to Mary. If we, if we, uh, and it works two ways. If, if we draw near to Mary, she will bring us to Jesus. If we draw near to Jesus, he will bring us to Mary, because you can't separate the two. They're the Immaculate Heart, the Sacred Heart are, are, are united in that way. Father Altier, can you, can you speak really quickly to the uh, event that's coming up later on this week that you're going to be part of? Yeah, there's um, a congress uh, up in, in Fargo. I think it'll be at Shanley High School, and uh, and that will be uh, on the, put on by the World Apostle of Fatima. I will be giving a couple of talks at that, uh, looking at, at uh, particularly how uh, what was shown at Fatima applies to us today. So it's not looking at the history so much of what happened at Fatima, but how we can how how this is going to apply to us in our day-to-day. Folks, that's Our Lady of Fatima Conference Day, May 18th at Shanley High School in Fargo. Um, the cost is $5 per person or $10 per family. and they'll be, That'll be collected at the door in cash or check. Um, so again, that's out uh, May 18th in Shanley. Um, registration begins at 8 a.m. Great. Thank you very much, Father Altier, for joining us. Well, thank you, guys. Have a great day. God bless you. Yeah, many been, blessings. God bless, Father. Great having you. you.